it's Deborah Nussbaum Cohen. I just always use that, so. Um, hi, I've lived here. This has been my neighborhood um, for almost 26 years, and it's unbelievable how much it's changed, especially in the last seven or eight. My favorite part of the neighborhood is probably my part of Prospect Place, right below Vanderbilt Avenue. Uh, I have lived on that block for the 26 years, with the exception of a couple of years on that block of St. Mark's. Uh, we, my husband and I rented an apartment near Carlton on Prospect, and then we bought a condo, a Ron McLaren condo on St. Mark's, same block, Carlton and Vanderbilt, then bought a house um, back on Prospect Place. And what I'd like to talk about is how much I love it and why I love it and so, something I'm really concerned about. Um, I love it, I love our neighborhood for its diversity. Economic diversity, racial diversity, cultural diversity, language diversity. I have some young, my kids are all teenagers and young adults now, but I, and I feel not old enough to be able to say that, but I am. And, um, but I've gone to Underhill, the you know fabulous, now fabulous Underhill Playground, which used to be just a drug dealing den, um, with some young nieces and nephews in the last few years, and it's astounding. You know the the variety of European languages you hear is amazing. So I love the international quality to our neighborhood, the sophistication of it that we have an independent bookstore on Vanderbilt Avenue, that I am a religious Jew and I am good pals with the owners of Met Food who wish me a happy new year in Hebrew, and I wish them a good uh, Ramadan in Arabic, and that I feel safe with my neighbors um, is really an awesome thing. We bought a weekend house a year ago out on Long Island, and it's very uncomfortable because it's all white. The only non-white people there are laborers, and I'm really uncomfortable with it. I mean, I love you know, being there for other reasons, but it's very discomforting. And whenever I travel, even to where my sister lives in Philly, where, where, wherever I go, I come back and I notice what a, a rare thing it is to have this kind of diversity. My kids have all been born and are growing up here and have neighbors who have seen them since they were babies and see them as a six foot two, 21 year old now and talk about how amazing you know it is to see them grow. It's a beautiful thing. And I, I grew up in the white red suburbs where it was totally boring, totally anonymous. My husband, I married a Brooklyn boy from Crown Heights. And we're very fortunate to have the cultural treasures that we do at our fingertips. Everything we can work, walk to. I'm just grateful for it, like all the time. I, I truly am. I'm concerned that my beloved neighbor, Pearl Lashley, died a few months ago, and her house, her, her children, of course, are selling it for as much as they can possibly get. I'm sure it will sell to a law firm partner or an investment banker, somebody like that. Now, I've met lots of those kinds of people who've moved on to my block in the last couple of years. They're really nice, and they've got young kids, and they're lovely folks. It's not about them as individuals, but that diversity is disappearing. Um, the economic diversity as well as the racial diversity and the cultural diversity. Growing up, my son was best buddies with an African-American kid from down the block who lived with his grandparents. They sold a few years ago. Why wouldn't you, you know, and move to a different neighborhood? 
with a lot of money in their pocket, but it's more, you know, upper middle class, upper class white people who are moving onto the block, and I, you know, I sound um, a little hypocritical because I'm one of those white people who bought when it was really inexpensive, like we got lucky in that way, and the property values have been, you know, a financial boon for us personally, that we can buy a weekend house is amazing, and it's only because of the property values here. So I'm a hypocrite, and I'm a mournful hypocrite. You know, I was the white person with the stroller and the little one on the corner of Vanderbilt and Prospect, and now I really resent those like six <laughs> parents, self-absorbed, clogging up the corner outside Milk Bar, where they, you know, I go there for coffee sometimes with friends, but you know, I really don't want to pay like eight bucks for a pet, you know, a bowl of lentil soup that's not even very good, um, that costs about 50 cents to me. And you know, like people are nice, but there's attitude that I don't like. And I really, I have to confess, kind of resent having to say, excuse me, to all those people clogging the corner now because they're in their own yuppie self-absorbed haze and not aware that there are other people around. And so I probably sound like a hot mess, but um, you know, it's a complicated neighborhood and it's a wonderful, rich, multi-layered, complex, complicated neighborhood. We have that huge building going up down Vanderbilt. It's gonna have 278 apartments. That's like a thousand people. The traffic on Vanderbilt is already insane. You know, it's worse than Midtown Manhattan. It really is, like at four o'clock in the afternoon. You know, I worry about what this is doing to our neighborhood. I don't want to live near Stytown. That's where I live in Brooklyn. I don't want to have high rises in, out my back. It's coming. It's coming. I had Marty Markowitz in my house years ago when he was the borough press. He was like, isn't it exciting? Atlantic Yards is coming. And I brought him to my back door and I said, see that blue sky? See those trees? That's what I want to see, and that's going away. Subtext, because you sold us out. Um, it's like, no, you're gonna love it. Whatever, it's a fait accompli, it's here to stay, it's coming. Um, but I really hope that the texture of our neighborhood stays, even with all that development. Thank you.